You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, at 12.06, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. It is Wednesday It is January 11th. Now, I want to welcome in everybody that is tuning in to our live stream. We're on both Facebook Live and also on YouTube Live, by the way. And um, and we're trying, when we do that and try that, as a matter of fact, which we're doing right now, um, sometimes with this particular app, there's some freezing, now some glitches. Now, it, it it usually clears up. So if whatever reason, just in the first couple of minutes, um, if you're seeing some glitches, just, you know, give it a minute. Everybody needs to chill out. It should then be okay. And then it seems to settle down a little bit. So uh, so I know that some people, and again, I, I try this from time to time. And then if it's if it's freezing a lot, and again, this does not impact... Uh, the radio, obviously, in in any fashion, but it's more of the, um, you know, when we're obviously when we're doing the live stream. So the Facebook Live is fine. Uh, but then, you know, there's there's other platforms such as we, we've had um, we, we just have a lot of requests from people on YouTube that also want the live stream for whatever reason, for whatever reason. I don't try to figure it out. Uh, so then there is a manner to do that. I do find that it sometimes it's not as clear. It's a little glitchy, but it usually settles down. So, folks, again, we're into the new year. It's only 11 days in on this uh, Wednesday, January 11th. And my goodness, um, I'm just looking at the calendar now. All right. So there's two week, two and a half weeks left of January. But the new year is off to an, uh, an unbelievable start just as far as news wise. It is, uh, it, it is amazing. We're going to bring you the latest right now. For those, we have so many new people tuning in. We call this the Noon Report. I've had to clarify for people, why do we call it the Noon Report? I get asked that. Then we also get asked, um, uh, well, what time in the afternoon is it on? No, it's the Noon Report, not the Afternoon Report. So, uh, again, I, I understand every time that um, that I think, you know, I'll say this, that every time I think something is self-explanatory, I, I realize that it's not, and I end up explaining it. So I, I want to um, walk through that a little bit. But right now, again, it's 12.09, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Obviously, you know, we're, we're monitoring what's going on with this whole airline situation, the FAA computer failure, and, and biggest grounding since 9-11, I was right. I, I was saying, boy, when was the last time th- these many planes were on the ground? And it was, in fact, 9-11. Do you remember the days after 9-11? The, the, the uh, sky was so clear because there, there were no flights at all. But this is Pete Buttigieg, whatever it is, Mayor Pete. No wonder they called themselves Mayor Pete. And, and, and this is on Biden. And this is the type of stuff that I believe the Republican Party should be focusing on. But we'll we'll get back to that. that. Now, I believe there was also, a ha- it was hacked. And I'm hearing from people that it may have been, you know, listen, it's one of two countries that most likely, most likely now, hacked into us. And it, it was either China or Russia. 
One of the two. One of the two. So, and I, I, I'm not even going to go into the rabbit hole of the people that are, that are rooting for Russia against their own country. I'm not even getting into that because I, I really want to touch on, how about the fact that DeMar Hamlin, though, I just want to mention this at 1210 on this Wednesday, that Buffalo Bills player whose heart stopped pumping on the field has been discharged from the Buffalo Hospital and he's recovering at home. <laughs> I mean, the big question is, you watch, he's going to show up at a playoff game. This could be part of their playoff run. You watch, there'll start to be talk that he's going to be back in training camp in the spring. Um, but I, I want to update everybody on this Anna Walsh story that is riveting the nation. And a big part of this story, you're already starting to see some of the stories. Why is this attractive white woman, mother of three? Why is this getting all this attention? I'll, I'll touch on that. But obviously, we, we want to give you the latest. Now, I, again, I was in Cohasset yesterday outside the home. That was the last place she was seen alive. Um, I'm going to touch on that, bring you up to speed. And we're obviously, folks, we're, we're monitoring the story. You know, I also want to mention, someone asked me when I, my, I use the word we. Um, and, and one of the reasons is, I mean, I'm not, I don't mind sharing. I, I now we have what I call Team One. We have several people that work with me. I have people that work with me on the website. I have people that guide me with a lot of the video stuff. So it really has. It's it's Team One. I have people that monitor the news. So when you hear when I say we, you know, there's I, I don't want to be like it's. I'm I'm not like that. It's not a me 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 type of thing. One certainly not a huge ego here in any way. I don't mind cheering that I rely on different people. I rely on Team One. To uh, to enable me, because otherwise it's it's tough. There's so much news to cover, but I I do want to tell you the latest, just because we've been on it, and and I also want to stress to many of you. And again, I, this does not affect the radio people, AM thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine FM, or you can listen online at the website beatro.com. <coughs> if for whatever reason there's some kind of a glitch with the video. It, it normally straightens itself out. I apologize. There's obviously nothing I can do about it. We are trying. And, and, and you know, there's different improvements that we try. Because uh, I can see in the monitor that it, it seemingly is then flashing on and off a little bit. The solution is to just go and do Facebook Live, which I could do. Um, but I, I, I'm, you know, I'm more apt to we're we're expanding the show. There's more people that want to watch it. Uh, there are people that use the different apps. I'm aware of that. Um, it, it's kind of funny. The other day, someone posted to me, well, you know, why are you on TikTok? And I, I should have responded, why am I on YouTube? Why am I on Facebook? Why am I on the radio? Why do I have a website? Why do I have an Instagram? Why do you think I'm on? Why do you think people are on television? Because it's a platform and it's it's an incredible platform, as a matter of fact. And I've heard from a number of people in Serbia that are watching that. Um, and it also then follow a lot of the coverage on YouTube as well, where Anna Walsh grew up. We then learned her main name. So I want to tell you about that story. But, folks, once again, on this Wednesday, you know, not many people offer you things. I'm offering you something today. And that is you don't want to end up like Brian Walsh, who stole one million from his father, became an art swindler. You know, that story, we're learning more about this. What a, what a just, he, he is, he's a sociopath. He was labeled and treated for having mental disorder. 
he completely pulled one over on her. I think the the narrative that is emerging on Brian Walsh and and the fact, you know, that the wife is missing and it, it certainly doesn't sound promising. But listen, you know what he needed if he was of sound mind is to meet free consultation. Ameriprise Financial Advisor, our guy, Tom Bryan, call today, 401-434-1510. 401-434-1510. I am offering you right now on this Wednesday, January 11th, Year of Our Lord 2023, a free consultation. You have nothing to lose. <coughs> It'll make my day if someone would pick up the phone. And call Tom Bryan and say, I heard Juan talk about this. I'd like to take advantage of the free consultation. 401-434-1510. As I can see in the monitor that it's glitching again. 401-434-1510. Offices located 400 Massoyet Avenue in East Providence. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. 401-434-1510. I have no idea why it glitches like that. This is a direct, this isn't like Wi-Fi. This is the direct cable and it it still glitches i i think it it could be the app it could be the app but anyhow all right brian walsh now this seem you know i i've obviously reading everything going on with the story we have some of the footage from being in front of the house on saturday and sunday if you haven't seen it it's worth it because actually for those of you that have been following this when i signed on on saturday from um cohasset the fact that we were um, right at the base of the driveway. Now they make everybody stand across the street. But that was her home in Cohasset. was the last place she was seen alive. So yesterday, I also went to Hull, where the father lived, who died, who then uh, Brian Walsh was trying to sell the father's house. I mean, the guy is just, he is. There's something wrong with him. There's totally something wrong with him. But if you want to check all of that out, and I know we have so many new people. You can see some of the other videos that we do. And Dimitro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick, lunch, dinner, drinks, and lounge. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. But a clearer picture is emerging of this Brian Walsh. And it does seem like... And someone mentioned it is kind of like uh, in the film, um, the film, excuse me, A Star is Born, where this young, uh, very attractive woman, 39 years old, she's 39 years old now, Anna Walsh and missing. But she's from Serbia. She attended Cornell. She's then living in this you know, country. She there's a story in the Boston Globe that he, she cleaned his room. She was doing cleaning hotels when he, where he was staying in the Berkshires. That's where they met, according, I believe, to the Boston Globe. But it sounds like from the get-go that he basically, like, misled her as to, you know, like, what was, was really going on here. So, um, <clears throat> he, he is, this, you know, of wealth. Of means the the father has money. The mother, I believe, has always had family money. She lives in Swampscott. She is funding him. There's a court document that the mother of Brian Walsh gave him five hundred thousand, I believe, at the time that he was up on these federal charges. And then he pled guilty. So I, I bet he even swindled the mother. I bet his legal bills weren't even that high. 
He pled guilty and then just kept the rest of the money. And then she turned around and gave him another 125000 We also learn from different reporting. So you wonder about, so she has to go to Washington, D.C. to work. And she, her star is rising. It is like a star is born. Where Anna, who is vivacious, obviously attractive, you know, 5'2", she's 39 years old. In some of those photos, she easily could pass for, you know, early 30s, 29. And, um, and, it, and, and her star was rising. She just bought, they bought the place in Chevy Chase, Maryland for $1.3 million. He did have kind of a privileged life, but there, there's something wrong with the guy. And so not only did he steal $1 million from his father, I don't think she, she knew about that. Then he pulls, he tries to swindle this guy that's on the West Coast of the Andy Warhol Museum. And, and that guy says, you know, I deal with a lot of people. It's not easy. Like, we deal with people that are trying to swindle us. This guy was pretty good. He seems to know what he's doing. But apparently he was treated that he is a sociopath. And I know a lot of times people throw around the term um, psychopath, but he seems to. I, I want to just go through the um, the exact definition because he was treated for it. Like he's been, he's been. This guy's been off for a mental health disorder, disregard for other people, antisocial people disorder. Um, a sociopath that he, this this guy, even the art dealer, they got him to admit that they were fraud. It, it took a long time to get there. Mental disorder consistently shows no regard for right and wrong, ignores the rights and feelings of others. He is just a total nutcase, lack of empathy, impulsive behavior, control others with threats or aggression, Using intelligence, charm, or charisma to manipulate others, not learning from mistakes or punishment, lying for personal gain, and showing a tendency to physical violence and fights. Now, this is what's a, a sociopath versus a psychopath? Soci, uh, soci, sociopaths have a conscious, a weak one, often justify something they know to be wrong. A psychopath will believe their actions are justified and feel no remorse for any harm done. Either way, he was, in fact, designated that and was being treated for it. I also, what is a narcissistic psychopath? Someone who manipulates, harms others for their own personal gain. People of assets of both could be considered narcissistic psychopaths. So, but this guy definitely fits that. Look at that. Rips off the father one million things out of thing, but goes into the house when the father passes away. And I, I think he was not what she thought he was. Because there are people, by the way, that would say, oh, you know, Brian Walsh was really generous. And there have been reports of, you know, they'd, they'd be out to dinner. He would pick up the tab. I was reading that he would pay the tab for a group of people for like $20,000. He was, he'd like to, I think the Boston Globe story, he liked to live a life of luxury off of other people, off of other people. That's how he liked to live. It wasn't that he was earning the money in any way. But what is uh, really interesting, you know, he went online and right now <clears throat> they have not located her body and 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 I mean it's still early here, but if we want to be realistic at 
1221 on this 1222 on this Wednesday. It it is entirely possible. I mean, we we the fact of the matter is we we don't know what he did with her. We we don't know. Um it doesn't sound good. Obviously, I'm not um it uh it, it just seems right now they they're building evidence off of what they have and then they're still trying to as I was mentioning it really comes down to tracking his movements that monday night so he goes to the home depot drops $450 cash on cleaning supplies you know i heard from someone who's a landlord that said, you know, every once in a while I have to make a run to BJ's. I've never come close to spending. Who spends $450 on cleaning supplies and tarps and drop cloths and everything else? He did. Black surgical mask, black gloves. Multiple outlets have reported police found a bloody rug along with a hacksaw, other bloody materials found in the trash, the search for the missing Cohasset woman, Anna Walsh. This narrative that some people are taking right here we go again where is the where's the media attention for people of color that go missing where is that well let me put that in perspective a little bit part of this is it's a mystery it's also Cohasset, for those that aren't familiar with it. It's, it's a beautiful town on the South Shore. I'm sure that if you're living right now and listening in Massachusetts on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM, as someone that, you know, the past couple of days, every day, I've been going to Hingham, then you go to Cohasset. Yesterday I went to Hull, where the father lives. Cohasset reminds me, parts of it, of like New Canaan, Connecticut, especially when you go down along the water. Uh, which is not far from where they lived off. I went to the first house they lived on, on Jerusalem Road. I mean, it is absolutely, it's just stunning. It's beautiful, very expensive homes, well-designed homes. And it's it's really terrific along the water there. So why is this? Well, she's got three young boys. She's a young, attractive, successful female and it's it's a mystery. You know, different stories take off for different reasons. It's I don't think. And, and by the way, the other thing is the media measures what stories take off and what stories don't take off. Now, Idaho, it is true. Those were you see the picture of the beautiful young college students and it resonated with people. Right. And it was a mystery who would go in and kill them. And it remained a mystery. And that's part of the intrigue of the mystery as then clues start to drop. Like with Idaho, it was the it was the you know, the white um, Hyundai Elantra. You go back to the Lacey Peterson case. Here's a woman, uh, a couple seemingly they have it all. You know, she's expecting she's pregnant with her first child. Husband's a good looking guy, Scott Peterson. Suddenly she's missing. Then a body washes up. So a big part of it is. She, it's so un, unusual, out of the ordinary. I was thinking of the uh, Neil Entwistle case that happened. That was um, 2006, I believe. And that was, uh, they lived in the town right where the Boston Marathon starts. He was from England, met this girl, and he murdered her. And then he went back to England, as a matter of fact. Neil Entwistle, 
I remember doing the uh, Rita Cosby show on that. That was a big story that really captivated people. So with this particular story, you have a very nice town. Let's face it, you know, towns are different. You don't, you, do you, do you get crime in a place like a Dorchester or Roxbury? Yes. Do you have crime in a Wellesley? Do you have crime so much in a Barrington, East Greenwich? Do you have, the, the answer is no. Cohasset is one of those towns, right? It's, it's a beautiful town. You have this very attractive young mother of three and it's a mystery. She's gone. Then suddenly some very suspicious things start happening when the police Reveal they found a bloody knife in the basement of the home. The husband's talking to police as he's sitting there with one of Boston's prominent criminal defense attorneys in the form of Tracy Minor. And then um, and then obviously the Home Depot run and then evidence seemingly is showing up uh, in the dumpster that he initially sounds like on that Sunday, New Year's Day, put things at the mother's luxury apartment in Swampscott. That dumpster was then emptied to Peabody, and that's where they sifted through. And sound, sounds like they found, as, as gruesome as it is, a hatchet, hacksaw, a hacksaw, a hacksaw, unimaginable. A rug from their basement with blood on it and human tissue. Now, all of that stuff is being tested. They don't have her. Or I hate to say it, but of what's left of her. But they have a lot. And when the testing comes back, I still think he's locked up. Right? Someone asked me yesterday, is he still out? I mean, I just don't understand what world people are living in. The boys are in state custody. I don't know if they have one or two dogs. They definitely have a dog. But, and I didn't mean, someone got upset yesterday because I said, why would people be concerned about the dog? Well, it's not a matter of be concerned about the dog. And I'm not trying to offend animal people. But in proportion of things, let's just be honest, you know, be realistic. If you can, some people you can't. I had got a, a nasty message from someone yesterday. I will never listen to you again. How dare you be so callous about the dog? Excuse me. When, when people have a dog... And the dog passes away. I mean, let's just like live in reality here. What do they do? A lot of times they go out and they get another dog. That happens. It is a pet. This is, this woman sounds like suffered a terrible, tragic, violent, brutal murder by her sociopath husband. Leaving three children with no mother and a father who sounds like he's going to be in prison for the rest of his life. I, I, I'm sure the dogs are being taken care of, a dog. That's why. So you got to put priorities in order. But I, again, I understand animal people. I have a dog, two cats. I get that. But some people just go off the deep end on this stuff. No, excuse me. She's the priority. Trying to locate Anna Walsh is the priority. No one, the dog is being attended to. Like, don't, some people are just ludicrous, ridiculous. Oh, yeah, they just left the dog tied up in the back of the house. Like, what is wrong with you? And I get it. Some people, I'll take it, I'll take it. Be quiet. Let the police handle this. Um, Human uh, services, family services in Massachusetts are dealing with these three boys. I'm sure even they're trying to make a way to, 
you know, some provision to keep them with the dog if they can. Anything to try to keep them calm. As her mother is in Serbia and then his father died. He was an only child. He has a, a cousin. But then the mother is the mother was living with them during the week when Anna would have to go see, to D.C. Look at the situation that Brian Walsh set up. He's on house arrest in Swampscott. He's got his wife, Anna, traveling back and forth to D.C. Monday through Friday in a high paying job in commercial real estate. He has his mother staying with him, taking care of his three sons. I mean, is this guy a manipulator or is he a manipulator? Yeah, in his world, oh, everything's great. Yeah, she comes back on the weekend and then she, you know, goes back and then my, my mother just takes care of the boys, blah, blah, blah. I mean, what? I, he, there is just something off, obviously, about that guy, Brian Walsh. But it, it sounds like he did. He seemingly somehow convinced her. That he was this well-educated guy and a generous guy and from a well, you know, father was a neurosurgeon, as I said. The mother, her family, she came from money and so somehow convinced her. Meanwhile, Anna is starting to thrive and take off. Her coworkers in D.C. love her. She's she's uh, vivacious. She's caring. She's kind. She's good-natured. She's doing well in her high paying job in Washington, D.C. And then she's also building a following and demonstrating that to the world with her social media presence on Instagram and Facebook, as a matter of fact. But but he is she's the problem is him is that she's still married to this guy. I'm sure she must have been counting down the days. Like, when is this guy going to federal prison? And that is another question. Why wasn't this guy in federal prison? Why is he on home confinement? Well, he had to take care of the boys. Like, uh, th- this is ludicrous. He should have been. Or he should have had a GPS ankle monitor. Instead, they had a radio frequency. So they can kind of tell where he is, but they can't pinpoint where he is. There's different types of monitoring systems that they use. Some ankle bracelets are a GPS, so they know their movements at all times. It's my understanding he had to uh, get permission in order to leave the house and they could get a, a good sense of if he was gone for a long period of time, they could get, get a good sense of an area that he was in, but not exactly pinpointing location. Little bit of an honor system, clearly. But they're thinking, all right, here's a guy, lives in, you know, Cohasset, and he's got the wife and the three kids. He seems harmless, so to speak. It's not like he, I hate to say that, it's not like he murdered someone. Well, I mean, that, I think that was their thinking. Right. There's a difference between what they consider white collar crime and someone who's like a real dangerous criminal. But this guy is a sociopath. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show at 1233 and it's by propane plus. Call them today. 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts. 508-252-3359. Now, if you use propane, you're going to love propane plus three generations they are reliable they are dependable what i love and you're going to love about propane plus is with all the different type of people that you can do business with you're going to want to do business with propane plus so again they are so knowledgeable same family 
reliable, dependable. They know the business. They've been successful in the business. They'll be successful with your business. This is who you want to deal with, Propane Plus. They also have a very user-friendly website at propaneplus.com. You just type in your zip code, residential or commercial, it's Propane Plus. Now, I want to mention right now at 1234, by the way, I did get a clip. Gino, Gene Velasanti of NBC10, lit up loudmouth pork boy on the radio this morning. You can hear it. I posted it on YouTube and I posted it on the Facebook page. You can listen to it there. I don't, I'm not going to play it right now, but it's not your imagination. I mean, I, I, by the way, I'm cheering on Gene. Good for him being lectured. <laughs> By that fathead. I, I have nothing more. I, I was unaware that this rift was going on. Many of you have been following me. I, I've been in Cohasset the past few afternoons. So I, and listen, I, I stopped le- listening to that fathead, I'm fathead a long time ago, meaning pork boy. The election's over. There's nothing else to talk about. His pal, I'll just say this, birds of a feather with him and McKee, right? Birds of a feather with Governor McKee. Touching on just... um. The local thing. I'm so glad to talk to Dan McGowan. Think of Dan McKee. So Joe Policina's son worked for him at the governor's office. Then he resigned because he ran for mayor of Johnston. So Ashley Kalis won Johnston in the gubernatorial vote. Helena Folks beat McKee in the Democrat primary in Johnston. So when the new mayor of Johnston was sworn in the other night, as we talked about in the first hour with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. So McKee, he wouldn't attend the inauguration. And and Joe Policina, those that remember, Mayor Policina, who I like, I respect the guy, and I hear very good things. I think I've met his son once or twice. But uh, the people at Johnson, Mayor Policina, when, when Lieutenant Governor McKee became Governor McKee, his biggest offender was Joe Policina. The person I believe that ran the search for lieutenant governor was the mayor of Johnston, Joe Policino, who was very active involved with that. So not only did Governor McKee, who is very thin-skinned, obviously, not only did he <clears throat> blow off, not go to the inauguration, so he's got it out. He just said, I'm not coming. Not, oh, there's something else come up, blah, blah, blah. Go, go. Nope, not coming. So on stage, you had... Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, you had Peter Narona, um, Attorney General, um, yeah, Attorney General. You had sec- new Secretary of State uh, Greg Amori. You had the General Treasurer now, this James Diosa. You had whoever the hell you know who else, other people, dignitaries that were there, the mayors and so forth. But and then Helena Folks, they sit on stage <laughs> to stick it to McKee. So McKee, so who's th- so thin-skinned. He's opening a homeless shelter right near the Johnston line to once again trying to stick it. He's opening it on Hartford Avenue close to the Johnston line just to stick it to Policina. That, that is who Governor McKee is. And that also, <clears throat> again, think who his good buddy is. He and, he and Pork Boy, he and Loudmouth. Um, that is accurate, birds of a feather. Of course, they're good friends. They're almost like the, the same individual, as a matter of fact. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, hey, listen, it's a new year. Check out the website, depetro.com. We have a link for Burke's Martial Arts, kickboxing, self-defense, fitness, 
Burke's Martial Arts. Jake Burke. You can also sign up for Atomic Kickboxing, 880 80th Street in Providence, Burke's Martial Arts, where you can learn self-defense, fitness, get in shape and martial arts. Burke Martial Arts, there's a link right there. Jake is like Special Forces. I think it's interesting, that photo of, of Brian Walsh, uh, several people feel the reason why his face is so puffy is because that she fought back. Anna Walsh was fighting him, and maybe she even punched him. And maybe that's why we don't know how that whole thing went down. But at this point, it's, uh, again, uh, we're going to follow the story. The search continues. I, I noticed that they, they're they not going to alert the media to everywhere they're going. Because from what I understand, they are right now, um, someone had posted, and it's tough, folks, they... Some people um, are posting that they're back searching the former house where the fire was. So they own that home on Jerusalem Road in Cohasset. They sold it. And then Friday, the search is going on. So someone claimed that authorities were out there. I, I don't know. You know, they're not related to him. And it sounds like the house was totaled. It's unusual to have, I mean, I think that's unusual. But what also um, comes out with that is it is very suspicious. And it's also, I could see where someone actually wouldn't get new locks. Or somehow he might have a key to that house in some way. Meaning, um, meaning Brian Walsh. You know, you meet them. You're dealing with the wife. They have the three boys, whatever it is that he does. Uh, the mother was apparently renting them the house that they've been living in in Cohasset. But I, I agree with people. I think there's there could be something there. I think there, that there could be something there. Now, right now at, um, let's see, 1240 on this Wednesday, yes, the Massachusetts Department of Children and Families confirmed the three children are in the agency's custody. You know, I don't know what happens to those three boys. We don't know what happens to those uh, three boys. It's just, um, it's an unknown. The the other, um, another part of that that I, I want to just mention that's going on nationally is things seem to be really heating up regarding um, that uh, representative in Congress. Uh, I'm seeing right now a first sitting House GOP member. They're calling on George Santos to resign. This guy, he's speaking of frauds. 2020 has become the 2023 so far as the year of frauds between Congressman George Santos, who completely made up his entire background and he's in D.C., especially now since they got Kevin McCarthy as speaker. Congressman Anthony D'Esposito calls on George Santos to resign. I, I don't think he's going to, but you're, they're all over that Santos. Between him and Brian Walsh, it is so far like the year of the frauds that seemingly is, is going on right now. I, I don't know um, enough about that, but I, I want to come back to that story in just a moment. Folks, this portion of the program at 1241. Now listen, it's cold out. 
And we're a long way from winter being over. Although I, I believe if we've hit January 11th, and so far we haven't had a serious snowstorm, for me that's a good sign. I recognize we still have a long way to go. When you make it to February, you know, February is a short month. It starts to get brighter. You can catch some good days in February. I think this month, the next two and a half weeks are the tough months. But anyhow, why not call Matthews Oil Company today? They'll fill up your oil tank. Do you use oil for your home or business? Call Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500. 24 Emergency Service, Matthews Oil Company. Trusted oil delivery for generations, celebrating 90 years of service, Premier deal in Rhode Island, highest quality heating fuels, Matthews Oil Company. Call them today, 401-942-7500, 401-942-7500. Remember, Matthews Oil Company, yeah, they can, if you're on a budget, they can work out a payment plan for you. But let's keep you nice and warm. Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500. All right, on second thought, I am going to play the Gene Velicenti takedown of uh, Fathead of uh, Dan Pork that um, he just lit him up this morning. So it it has to do with, um, and again, I I was unaware of this. You know, Judge Caprio has been in the news and they like doing the show Caught in Providence. And and now the, um, you know, the Providence City Council is a very different makeup. And so now... There's somebody that wants to be the chief judge, and they're kind of riling people up, trying to push out Judge Caprio, who's 86 years old. So they've decided to try to attack it. So, again, I, I was unaware of this. I have, I have really no interest in this other than it is, you know, it's rare that Gene, you know, uh, Rhode Island's anchorman, lit up Pork Boy, live, apparently live this morning. I didn't hear it. Um, because of the way we've been covering the other story, I, I've actually been working, you know, I'm up late and then so I'm not up at the crack of dawn to say the least. But anyhow, this is, um, you hear idiot boy apparently slamming Gene saying that somehow he should have disclosed that he's friendly with Judge Caprio. Um, apparently Gene had the judge on. I don't know the full background here, but he really went after, uh, Pork boy. So, and which is unusual to hear, right? I mean, I, I've had, I've obviously worked with different things and I've had some go rounds um, with various, sometimes people that just start going after you and you want to return fire. But this is unusual to have Gene Velicenti, you know, the six o'clock anchor on Channel 10, attacking uh, uh, Governor McKee's pal right there on his on the airwaves of the same station, right? So this is what it apparently, it's not, this is what Gene, this is what happened um, this morning. It's the way I do business, I'm just saying. Oh, here's how I do business. Oh, hold on, let me, oh, hold on, sorry folks. Let me play it again. Make a judgment on it. That's me, I just my. it's the way I do business, I'm just saying. Oh, here's how I do business. Remember to Dan York. I know you're a little light sometimes on phone calls and you're a little light on live reads. I just checked the count over here so your mind may wander. At times, and you have to fill time. Uh, I'm glad the Caprios came on with me, Dan York. And what I was referring to, knowing about the ballpark, is knowing what I know about television syndication. 
And some of the media have suggested that the Caprios are making millions and millions. And the point that was making was, no, it's not millions and millions. It might be $100,000 on one end and $100,000 for the uncle. That's not millions and millions. So that was the ballpark I was referring to, Dan. And I'm not friends with the Caprio, so I'm not disclosing anything. I'm glad they came on my show. I'm glad they chose me. I don't have lunch with them. I don't play golf with them. I don't volunteer for their campaigns. Oh. I don't go to their house. They don't come to my house. You understand? I don't call. I would cut off for some reason. All right, hold on. I'll play the full. I think I have the full thing. Right? I don't know why that just cut off like that. Hold on, folks. Bear with me. Um, where is it? All right. Hold on. I'll play it again. And and apparently, again, I didn't. I was in Cohasset yesterday, but so Fathead is going after uh, Gene in, in saying that Gene is friendly with Judge Caprio of Caught in Providence, and he should have disclosed that. Gene is friendly with his oh, here we That's go. Fine. Yeah, he should. He, you know, he should. He should articulate the bias. I know. I've had uh, two years of having articulated bias with the governor, who's a friend of mine, and I want to make sure that you guys know that anytime I talk about him, he's a friend of mine. So you can make a judgment on that. That's me. I just my. That's the way I do business. I'm just saying. Oh, here's how I do business. Remember to Dan York. I know you're a little light sometimes on phone calls. Oh. And you're a little light on live reads. Oh. Just check the count over here so wow. you may wander at times and you have to fill time. Uh, I'm glad the Caprios came on with me, Dan York. And what I was referring to knowing about the ballpark is knowing what I know about television syndication. And some of the media have suggested that the Caprios are making millions and millions. And the point that was making was, no, it's not millions and millions. It might be $100,000 on one end and $100,000 for the uncle. That's not millions and millions. So that was the ballpark I was referring to, Dan. And I'm not friends with the Caprio, so I'm not disclosing anything. I'm glad they came on my show. I'm glad they chose me. I don't have lunch with them. I don't play golf with them. I don't volunteer for their campaigns. Whoa. I don't go to their house. They don't come to my house. You understand? I don't call them. I don't text them. If I see the Caprios, I'm certainly cordial with them because I know them for 30 years and covering the news, just like I'm cordial with about a thousand other newsmakers, Dan. So play the full clip or call me if you need some edification. Whoa. And by the way, I'm glad you disclosed your cozy relationship with Governor McKee, too. That was interesting. 844. Wow. Folks, again, that is, um, again, uh, Gene Valcente lighting up pork pie. I, I'll, listen, I, I want to just, I'm going to end it on. I did want to play it, and it's on my Facebook page if you missed it. I think we've loaded it to YouTube as well. <clears throat> listen, I like Gene. I know Gene. I respect Gene. The rest of them. It's not a matter of, if I was a listener to the other, I'm not even going to use the word talent, individuals that get behind the microphone, I, I, would, I, I wouldn't mind. I would say that. <clears throat> I, just in total honesty, those of you that have been following the program, do I seem like I have time? And it would be, I don't listen to the rest of the people on that station because it's a waste of time. They don't tell me anything I don't know. They don't know anything. They don't go anywhere. They don't have any inside information. They have nothing. If they have a story breaks, they have to bring on someone to explain it to them. <clears throat> so now Gene, I respect. Gene, I like. If I'm up, I would listen to him. But a lot of times 
I, listen, I'm doing other things in the morning, so in all fairness, but that that is pretty dramatic. That doesn't happen every day. That's very, very unusual. And um, but it also shows. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. That it sounds like the same old story. That guy, uh, they let him do whatever the hell he wants. What what happened this past? You know, running a three-hour McKee, uh, being almost like a, a, a um, <clears throat> basically not more than just a surrogate is what he was. He was a McKee surrogate during the course of the campaign season. Anyone that would just continue to allow it, I, I don't know. Good riddance. The only people, Gene aside, <clears throat> the only thing the other people have is that platform of a Large signal traveling, but that's it. That's it. You take that away and they are, you know, they're nowhere. So there's no really good original content. There's not certainly nothing funny. There's nothing particularly interesting. That's it. They just happen to be right now occupying time on a big signal. I I wouldn't even use the word talent because I don't, it's really, it's, it's not a talent. They... All right, enough on that. But anyhow, I did want to play it. I Again, it's on the um, YouTube page that we have and also on, on Facebook as well. Folks, right now at 1250, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. <clears throat> that is not every day you hear that. It is certainly not. Um, brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Now, remember, when you have an emergency, call AtMed Urgent Care today. Located, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. That's right in the... Um, Atwood Medical Center, and also across from Felicia's, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, AtMed Urgent Care. They specialize in ambulatory medicine, diagnostic treatment services, immunization, school and sports physicals, cost-efficient healthcare alternative to hospital-based emergencies. They're open seven days a week. They have doctors and nurses. And why I went to AtMed, and I encourage you to, is you just, you know, it's not a long wait time. When I have gone, and I've been treated at both Johnson and East Greenwich locations, both times, the wait time was for, was actually under half an hour. Now, I received an email from someone. She took her husband to the emergency room the other day. They waited seven hours, and it was packed. Folks, at Med Urgent Care, online, you can find them, at medurgentcare.net. So, at 12.52, on this Wednesday, you're listing to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. can always listen online at our website, which is dipietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say when your appliance is dying? Just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. They can fix anything. And I should know, they have fixed various appliances in my home. So if something goes wrong with your clothes dryer. What do you do? Throw it in the back of the your car and bring it in? No. You call Ryan's Appliance Repair or your washing machine. I ran into someone said, yeah, I have my washing machine. I've been had to go to the laundromat. I said, what? Call Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. Refrigerator. He's fixed our refrigerator. Um, dryer. You have to be careful with the dryer. You couldn't get a fire. Um, let's see. Stove. Microwave oven, garbage disposal, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 
96. We're right now at 12.53. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, it's funny. I have had people saying, will you cover the North Kingstown School Committee story? No. No, I'm not. I'm not covering it. Any town that would elect Jen Lima to their school committee, you deserve what you get. I don't like covering school committees. They go into executive session. They hide things. They don't have to give any information. What's the point of it? North Kingstown, it's like a Groundhog Day. You have some people that have infiltrated your town. I, I can't help you. Look at this headline. Rhode Island native who survived Pearl Harbor dies at age 104. Boy, I was unaware of that. That is remarkable. Frank Eamond, a Rhode Island native, one of the last living survivors of Pearl Harbor's died. He was 104. It was announced online by the Pearl Harbor National Memorial. He was standing with his fellow members of the Navy band December 7, 1941, on the deck. USS Pennsylvania waiting to play the morning colors when the attack began. It was a beautiful morning, he recalled. But at five minutes eight, we saw a line of planes coming in over the left. First one, he peeled off, dropped something. He thought maybe some of the tail had come off. But it was a torpedo, blew up an air station nearby. It startled us. We looked back up and saw the big red sparks of the airplanes. Immediately dawned on us the Japanese were there. Trained as a stretcher bearer, Eamon became part of the rescue operation. Treating the injured, collecting the remains of the dead. When I get going on Pearl Harbor, talking about the dead people, I start stammering. You just can't help but feel it, even though it was a long time ago. You know, when you think about that, Pearl Harbor, <clears throat> we think of 9-11. That surprise attack killed 2,403 American servicemen and wounded 1,178. Massive damage to the U.S. Pacific Fleet. The following day, President Roosevelt Congress declared war on Japan, bringing America into a World War II. A declaration of war against Nazi Germany followed within days. Think of that. <clears throat> People hear about Pearl Harbor. I don't think. Now, keep in mind the wounded. Right. People lost limbs. They lost eyes. They may have lived. But, you know, if you've ever dealt with people that have been seriously wounded in war or car accidents or, you know, there's someone that I communicate with who was uh, shot. His life has never been the same. He's in a wheelchair. 2,403 died, but 1,178 were wounded. It's kind of like the station nightclub fire. Everyone focuses on the amount of people that died in that fire. But what also are the people that were were injured in that fire? Uh, That was totally unnecessary, as a matter of fact. So, um, what was the uh, yeah, possible evidence found? It sure sounds like it. You know, I was, I was mentioning to someone about, um, and Governor McKee has a problem with his housing secretary also. That guy, he's, I don't know what the, you know, it could be tomorrow, um, excuse me, Friday, 5 o'clock, put out a press release. How about those that watch One After Dark? Olivia DeRocha of... Formerly of Channel 6, she's now working for Governor McKee in his press office. That's interesting. Olivia is a very nice person. And um, 
and I'm glad for her. She she had put she was taking a break from television news, but it sounds that's where she has landed. McKee administration issues RFP for new downtown Providence Transit Center. Well, with Ripta involved, that is going to be a disaster because it just is a disaster. Ripta is a mess. Ripta is going to continue to be a mess. Uh, until Ripta needs wholesale changes. You watch. I am telling you right now, this year, watch the scandal that's going to break out with Ripta. It is the inmates who are running the asylum. There's way too many people at Ripta that have high-paying jobs. Nobody works after lunch. Days off, vacations. It is a favor factory. And it is ludicrous, the money they're blowing through at Ripta. Ripta needs a complete overhaul. I'm not convinced that Governor McKee is the person that's going to fix those situation, that situation, excuse me. But it, it sure sounds like it. What else did I see? Tiverton police confirm to NBC 10, an officer serving a school resource officer, leave with pay from the department. No longer employed by the district either. A situation involving him. I heard he was like threatening a student or something. You know, I don't know. It could be tough with a lot of these police. The police are supposed to be there to protect the kids. I feel bad. I mean, obviously, you don't want something like that. But some of these kids are such punks that I I just wonder. You know, I, I think you have to have the right individual who's going to be in the school, the right temperament. I even wonder sometimes if it, it should even be a female officer in the schools that maybe has more patience dealing with some of these young students. I mean, I, I would not have the time to deal, or patience, I should say, not that I'm a school resource officer, to deal with a lot of them. But I, I don't I don't think particularly that's a, a good match. All right, folks, right now it's 1259. Here's what we're going to do. Now, we have another full hour to go with the program on AM, next hour's radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, petro.com. We're going to get a news update at 1 o'clock. The latest, the skies are a mess with this uh, FAA shutdown. Make sure you check your flight if you're planning on flying anywhere, as a matter of fact. Uh, Facebook is later. We're going to continue to follow Anna Walsh. But let's get a news update with the 1 o'clock news. WNRI Winsocket. W260DC. WNRI.